This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. And welcome to Odson Serie We have a special show today. We have the Coppa final and the last match day in the Serie So let's analyze every single game with Danny Fisichella and with you. Leave a comment below and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click in the like button if you enjoy our video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. Danny, last match day in Italy and we still have to find out which teams are going to the Champions League and we have the Coppa final also on Wednesday. Big week in Italian football starting with tonight, Atalanta-Juventus of course, but at the weekend there are four games that are crucial for European competitions, only two out of Milan, Juventus and Napoli will go to the Champions League and Sassuolo still has a little hope to go into the Conference League uh, above Roma. Let's go. Let's start with the Coppa final on Wednesday, Atalanta-Juve. Um, well, if we check the odds, Atalanta, they are favourites. Of course, also if we see the table in the Serie A, they are ahead of uh, Juve, but the history is with the Juventini, not the way they are playing because they struggled a lot to beat Inter. Actually, there was this uh, penalty that gave them the victory, whereas Atalanta, they are thrashing and thrashing every rival. Danny, it would be the second title for Atalanta in their history, and Juve, the last time they won this competition was in 2018, remember? Last year, they also, well, also, they lost the final against Napoli. Yes, I mean, Juventus looking for the 14th success in the cup. They are the team who won uh, the most, especially in recent years when they won uh, six, uh, five of the last uh, six uh, finals. This is the six finals in seven years. And um, Atalanta, they lost three finals in the history. They only won one trophy. And of course, they lost uh, to Lazio in 2019. Uh, the Bergamaschi probably are due a trophy after so many years of qualifying for European football and playing well especially and you know being the top scorer in Serie A uh, this year again 94 goal score for uh, Gasperini men if you look at the table there are only three points difference between the two sides but I don't think this tells the full story Atalanta looks like a team that knows what they're doing they've got a system they stick to it they can change players but that doesn't alter the way they play they play on the front foot yes sometimes they concede a bit too much at the back, but they had an exciting season and they were much better than Juventus in the two games. 1-1 at Turin and 1-1-0 in Bergamo a couple of weeks ago. So overall, I think the, uh, the, um, uh, the classification, the Italian, uh, it doesn't really uh, do justice to, uh, to them. Uh, Atalanta, at the moment, they got the same points as last season, so they can finish plus three points on last season, do even better. Of course, they qualify for the Champions League. Whereas Juventus, they're still not sure of the Champions League as we speak. They are out of the Champions League as we speak. But, um, you know, they are uh, going to um, to Bologna on the, on the weekend, so where they need a win. Uh, minus eight 
from uh, compared to last season Juventus in terms of points and if you look at the stats for Juventus you know they conceded less goals 37 against 43 they only scored three goals less so you wonder where is the issue you know pretty much the numbers are the same last year Juventus won the title well the issue is that they didn't manage this year to win games by a small margin they didn't manage to get the one nil ugly win they didn't manage to control many games they were in front and also you have to remember last year the last two three games Juventus were already champions and basically let it go to focus on the Champions League um, I can see Atalanta being favorite for two reasons mainly because this is the game they've been preparing for the last few weeks and Gasperini has done the rotations very well and they seem like a team that they can step up when they want they can score when they want and you know I think they'll be much more prepared for this one uh, Juventus they'll have obviously the game at Bologna in mind because finishing outside of the top four is a massive massive problem for the finances I'm gonna give you a few odds and then I'm gonna leave the one I prefer for the last if you think Atalanta gonna win 2-1 Full result, you know, full-time result, 2-1, 9.75. Huge odds, but it's not impossible. Atalanta do win the first half, maybe, you know, being a team that is more informed, 3-13. But the one I like the most, and it pays less odds, it's over 2.5 goals, 1.9. Okay, I guess uh, every single Italian tifosi is with Atalanta, unless they are uh, a US supporter. Well, of course. <laughs> The... You know, Juventus divides Italy basically in the half. You, you have to categorize the people who support Juventus, more or less the 45% of Italians in some regions. It goes even higher, especially in the south of Italy. Everyone else is possibly against Juventus. So yeah, Italy will be split in half today. Exactly, and especially a team like Atalanta that maybe, uh, I mean, they are playing a great football in the last uh, year. So as you said, uh, maybe the history uh, owe them a trophy. Let's see if they can ho uh, hold it on Wednesday in the Olimpico. Now we are going to switch to the Serie A and we are going to start with some uh, meaningless games played on Saturday. We can go quicker with these games. Cagliari Genoa, I guess, uh, in Sardinia. They are so happy that this game is going to be played on Saturday because there is nothing on stake. They are safe and that looked almost impossible a month ago, but they drew with Milan. They are undefeated in the last seven games since that victory against Parma that turned everything around. Whereas Genoa, Dani, is a team that also they've been struggling the whole season. They arrive completely safe at this uh, stage of the season. So a game to enjoy for both sides. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations to Calary, not only for achieving salvation, but for doing a great performance at Milan, nil-nil. They stuck to the task despite being already saved. They show what they are about. And yeah, absolutely. Leonardo Semplici, the new manager, came and turned the things around. They play a much simple and easier football. They stick to the guns, which is being an aggressive team that can defend really well. Whereas for Genoa, you know, good season overall. I mean, they were they looked doomed in November, then with Ballardini things have changed, it has gone through different phases, before they weren't conceding many goals, now they start leaking again goals conceded four at the weekend against Atalanta could have been more, they haven't kept a clean sheet in the last seven away games Genoa, I'm going to go for a Cagliari win here, 2.19 
At the end, it was a good decision to sack uh, Di Francesco for yes. Cagliari. <laughs> no surprise. We said it many, many times. So many last chances, last chances. In the end, they got rid of him. And yeah, I mean, he paid off. Yep. And then we have Crotone Fiorentina, last game for Crotone in Serie A. They were able to draw, to draw against uh, Benevento. Unlucky for actually uh, Benevento. And in their last home game, they were able to beat Verona Fiorentina. Dani, a team that they need to review what they are doing in Serie A because uh, they were bad, I guess, these two seasons, despite the good performances of Blaovic, especially 21 goals for him. Their last game was a defeat, 0-2 against Napoli. Yeah, Fiorentina, the big disappointment of the season, probably alongside uh, Torino. In the end, uh, they did the job. They had to change the manager twice. So back Prandelli back for Iacchini, then Iacchini for Prandelli. Again, nowhere near the level uh, they should be. Uh, they'll change many things. Depends if they can hang on to Vlajevic for, for one more season or if they need to have a big overall. Uh, Crotone, uh, as I always said, they tend to go out with a bang. I mean, again, at this point at Benevento, they got Benevento relegated, basically. But, you know, they were with 10 men for so long and they only conceded one goal. We're talking about the worst defense of the league, 92 goals considered, which is a record, negative record, of course, in Serie A. And, you know, against uh, teams in the bottom half of the table, you always fancy Crotone. This year, they won five games at home, all against teams that are around them. So I wouldn't be surprised if Crotone, who scored 23 goals at home, which is a good tally, uh, they might be uh, win this game. Who knows? I think they're going to be more than 2.5 goals, but I'm going to go for Crotone to take the lead, as they did in the game against Verona, 2.30. And Dani, what a player, Luanco, 20 goals in Serie A, he will stay, no? I guess, in Serie A. I think so. He's the, uh, the first African player after Samuel Eto to score 20 goals in Serie A. It's not the first season he had in Serie A, he had it as well uh, three years ago. I think he's a great player, you know, even for a medium table team, if you need a, 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 a number nine that doesn't start every game, but he can come on, maybe part of your turnover. I don't know, maybe if you are Lazio, if you are Fiorentina as well, uh, Cagliari, Sampdoria, uh, get Nuan Cosimi. I think he's a proven goal scorer in Serie A and he can do better in a team with a bit more quality. Hmm, you mentioned Sampdoria, they are playing also on Saturday, Sampdoria. Parma, what to say about Parma? They are going to finish bottom of the table. They lost again, 1-3 against Sassuolo. Now eight consecutive defeats in Serie A. Sorry for them because it's a historic team that we all loved in the 90s. Whereas Sampdoria this time, they got a smooth campaign. Praise to Ranieri's men. Their last game was a victory against Udinese. Quagliarella, old man, always scoring. Sampdoria, I think one of the teams that perhaps is the handsung hero of this uh, campaign because they can finish 10 points above from last year and, you know, finish ninth in the table for a team the last year was almost struggling 
to survive until they got Ranieri. So congratulations to them because, uh, you know, I think there are teams that got better squad than Sampdoria. Uh, Sampdoria in this year actually showed some young promising player like Damsgaard, like Colli. So I think, uh, and also a very good keeper, Audero. He's having a great season so far. Again, it's someone who might move in the summer. So Sampdoria, yeah, did the job and did it well. I don't think they could have finished higher uh, than ninth, whereas Parma, uh, I think no one probably before the beginning of the season would have expected to finish bottom. I think very few would have expected to get relegated, but probably we underestimated how much missing Darmian and Kuluseski impacted them, and as well with Gervinho in and out of the uh, team that really uh, showed the problem of Parma because they are the worst attack of Serie A alongside Benevento with 39 goal scores. They brought in some exciting players, I think, uh, especially in January, Man, Michala, the two Romanian, they'll do well if they stay in Serie B and they can bounce back. Uh, for this trip, Amarassi, Sampdoria to win the first half, 258. Mm, even the odds for Sandoria to win the whole game, 2.0, are not bad. Not bad. Early. On Sunday, we have an early kickoff. Inter Udinese, Inter, they can end the season with more than 90 points, which is uh, really remarkable. They could have done it even if they would have uh, beaten Juve in the Derby d'Italia. But again, if, no, if someone has not seen yet that penalty, I guess there was a lot of gossip in, Danny, in Italy again about the referees uh, helping La Vecchia Signora and Udinese, they are gone. Actually, they lost against Sampdoria. Now, four winless games. So, I guess we should expect another victory for Inter. But it wasn't just uh, the referee, El Signor Calvarese, who helped, obviously, Juventus with a penalty in the very last minute of Quadrado, Perisic on Quadrado. It's not a penalty. I don't think Inter helped themselves much because uh, they weren't quite there. They didn't show uh, the same anger, uh, the desire to go at Juventus. They were quite passive. You know, in the first half, Juventus deservedly took the lead. In the second half, Inter played with one more man for over 40 minutes because of the red card to Bedancourt, which was not a red card and they didn't really produce much only a couple of shots on goal in the end i think juventus deserved to win and that shows you when two teams face each other with different uh, motivations however uh, inter uh, we said it before they did a job they did it amazingly i mean uh, they might finish with 91 points which is the second highest tally in their history and at home they only lost five points so far this season only one draw against parma and they defeat in the derby second best attack at home best defense so that's where they built their strength in the second season of Conte at the helm uh, there might be changes next year we don't know if the Chinese owner uh, gonna put the money to uh, make up for the debts we still don't know if Conte is gonna be there so everything is hanging up in the air but this is the last game Inter will want to celebrate and lift the Scudetto Cup with a win they play a Udinese team that scored in all their last seven away games so I think there's gonna be an entertaining game as the one we see we saw after Inter uh, won the Scudetto 5-1 against Roma 5-1 uh, against Sampdoria 3-1 against Roma 3-2 against Juventus a lot of goals let's go for in the first half over 1.75 goals that pays 240 so basically if there are two goals 2-0 1-1 nil, maybe you win 240 all right, then let's analyze the game of the games in this uh, last match day in Stadio Azzurri d'Italia. Atalanta-Milan after so many weeks of Milan in the top four, Danny, even 
leading the table. Now they can lose in the very last uh, match day. Their spot in the top four if they lose in uh, Bergamo, probably also they were very disappointed about that draw against Cagliari. The good news for them is that away they are, of course, we are saying this all over again. They are really good in the last seven games. Six victories, one defeat. We already spoke about how Atalanta is informed, Danny. Milan is slightly favorite. I'm surprised to see the odds here. Maybe it's because of the motivations and maybe because it's the home form that you mentioned. But let's not underestimate that Atalanta will have their own motivations as well. Because between finishing second in the table and finishing fourth in the table, there is a difference of around five or six millions from TV rights and other uh, business. So it's not something to underestimate for a club that hasn't got a massive budget like Atalanta. Obviously, it depends how tired Atalanta will be after the Coppa Italia final. If the Coppa Italia final, for example, goes to extra time and Gasperini needs to use all the five subs, that could have an impact and also depending on the results. Let's not forget that on the reverse fixtures, Atalanta destroyed Milan at San Siro and that's when the crisis of Milan, especially home, started. Away, Milan, a completely different team, best team in the league, seven points more than Inter won the Scudetto. However, when they play at home, they find it very difficult to break down team, the sit deep, defend, then concede, don't concede many spaces. And in fact, that's exactly what Cagliari did. Cagliari even had the chance to score. Milan didn't really trouble Cragno uh, that much. However, Milan come to, this, come to this game with 10 points more than last season. They have improved massively their goal difference. And you know, if you look at the squad, I think Milan has the fifth best squad in the league. So if they finish fifth, it's not a massive underachievement on paper. Of course, it's a massive disappointment because until February, Milan were top. And it never happened in the history of football that a team that was top in February finishes fifth at the end of the season. Uh, I'm not going to write Milan off yet because of what I've seen so far this season. So I'm going to go for an Asian handicap of zero for Milan, 1.98. Bearing in mind if, the, if they draw, you get your money back. But Milan needs a win if they want to qualify for the Champions League. Their last two away games, 0-7 against Torino, 0-3 against uh, Juve. Let's see if the Rosaneri can stay also in the top four. Danny, in Italy, by the way, if they finish with the same points, what counts is the head-to-head, -head, right? Is the head-to-head. -head. And in this case, Milan has got the head-to-head -head advantage on Juventus. He has got the head-to-head -head disadvantage against Napoli. And with Atalanta, probably, we don't know, because Atalanta won their reverse fixes. It's all complicated. But really, Milan, what is looking, it's Juventus. So if they finish with the same points as Juventus, Milan is ahead of them. Yeah, and Atalanta had won the head-to-head -to, -head to Juventus. That's why, even if they have the same points, if Juve win at uh, Bologna, at the Dallara, uh, Atalanta will finish on top. Now let's go in, Let's go to Bologna. Bologna, Juventus at the Dallara. We should expect, I can imagine, a Juve victory. But let's see, the odds are so low for Juve, 1.35. We have to take in consideration that Bologna, they've been safe for so many weeks that they let it go. Six uh, winless games, although Palafis is scoring a lot in the last games, Danny and Juve, we spoke already about them. They've 
they've won their last two games against Inter and Sassuolo, but both of them, they were suffering a lot. It, 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 I think it's going to be like this on Sunday night as well for Juventus. If they're going to cross the line and finish fourth, it will be true suffering. It won't be an easy game because we said many times this, this team has got deficiencies in all sectors of uh, their team uh, from the back you know they start leaking more goals uh, Chiellini and the league they don't seem the best uh, couple as well in, in midfield of course uh, having signed Artur didn't work so it's a team that struggle a lot to hang on to the ball and Ronaldo had a very poor game against Inter again my move out of Turin there were images of him uh, moving his car maybe cars you don't know him they might, he might sell them, you know, maybe someone who wants to buy them. We don't want to speculate, but probably uh, on the 24th of May, Pirlo might no, no longer be the manager of this Juventus team. Of course, they got the Coppa Italia final to negotiate before uh, this evening, but uh, let's see how they arrive to the games. I think Bologna showed that still have got a little bit of fighting spirit in them because I thought they were going to lose at Verona and actually they came back twice to make it 2-2. At the end, they had an okay season. Uh, they were better at home in the earlier stages of the league. Uh, recently, they let it slip a little bit. Um, they haven't kept a clean sheet at home in the last six. Uh, Mihailovic said that he wants to give uh, Juventus a good game. Look, I think Juventus are favorite, they must be. Uh, but there is an Asian handicap, 1.5 plus 1.5 for Bologna which I like. So if you go Bologna Asian Handicap 1.5, odds are 2.23. So if Juventus wins 1-0 or 2-1 or 3-2, you are winning the money even with Bologna losing. Juventus to suffer, Cristiano Ronaldo to move his cars from <laughs> Torino. Let's see what happens in this uh, very interesting summer. Then we have Napoli-Verona. It would be a massive surprise for me. If Napoli is not winning this game, they have it in their hand to qualify for the Champions League, which will be, in my opinion, a huge uh, success for Gattuso, who will leave uh, Napoli. At the end of the season, they beat Fiorentina 0-2, making now three straight defeats, Danny, and they must beat Verona, a team even more than Bologna. They are completely gone, winless in the last eight games. They did, a, they did the hardest job for Napoli was to go to Florence and win it and they did it well in the second half. They showed composure and being focused. Now, at home, they got the best attack of the league, 49 goals scored. This season, they won twice 6-0. They won once 5-1, once 5-2, 4-0 once, 4-1 once, once 4-3. So that tells you they scored a lot of goals. They also kept six clean sheets at home so I think uh, they're gonna score more than once and it might be the last game for Gattuso some people say he might go to Juventus so that could be very very interesting to see uh, I think he's done well at Napoli after all this season when he got all his key players back from injuries but some frictions with the president De Laurentiis means he might be on his way uh, Verona, they did their bit against Bologna, I imagine they were not going to be as bad as we saw them in recent weeks. They end up with a draw 2-2. They lost four of the last five away games. As I mentioned before, uh, Napoli is scoring for fun at the moment. So let's go Napoli to win both fouls 2-4. And then we have the, we've been analyzing the fight of, for the Champions League. For sure is the most interesting thing. But also the seventh place is on a stake. They will go to that uh, conference cup that no one 
likes, but maybe Sassuolo liked it because it's a team that they are not used to be in Europe. A couple or three seasons ago, they went in the Europa League and now they still have the chance to qualify if they beat Lazio, if Roma cannot beat Spezia, Sassuolo, Lazio, Dani, Sassuolo, they are great in this last part of the season. They beat Parma again after that defeat against Juve where they played uh, really well, especially in the first half. Actually, in the last eight games, six victories for Sassuolo, whereas Lazio, they knew that they were going to qualify for the Europa League. And they kind of let it go, even losing the Derby de la Capitale. Probably the supporters didn't like that, but I guess it's expected. Disappointing for Lazio, the last three games, no goals. So they lost to Fiorentina, they lost to Roma, and yesterday, nil-nil against Torino, which means Torino now are saved. Lazio didn't look very interested until the 66-67 minutes, then Torino didn't attack, and so Lazio say, okay, let's go for it. They hit the post, Immobile missed the penalty. I don't think he should take in too many penalties. I mean, he misses a few. Then in the end, he was a bit of a nervy finish for Torino, a bit disappointing season for them, but Lazio got a point. So, you know, uh, they have got nothing to ask from this from this game. And we saw them already in the derby. Uh, they, they are struggling at the moment. Uh, they got a couple of injuries as well. The season is pretty much over. The most important question for them is whether Simone Inzaghi is going to be offered a new contract is gonna stay. Sassuolo on the opposite, they are one of the most informed teams in Serie A and this is testified also by the fact that three players from Sassuolo have been called up to the national team, uh, Lucatelli, Berardi and the young Raspadori. Really interesting uh, prospect there. Sassuolo has got a very slim chance to qualify for the Conference League. They need to win and hope then Roma loses a Spezia because if they finish with the same points tally, Roma qualifies because of the head-to-head. Let's go for a Sassuolo win, 2-12. And Roma, as you mentioned, they are traveling to Spezia. Roma are awful on the road, no victories in the last six. Serie A games, only one draw and five defeats, but probably they are boosted a little bit for that victory. Always very meaningful in the derby against Lazio, whereas Spezia Dani, the only newly promoted team that is going to stay one season more in Serie A. They played really well the whole season and they were able to win their last game and Zola scoring a brace, actually. Great achievements of Spezia. To survive is always difficult, but to do it with the lowest budget of Serie A, I think it adds uh, something more. They do survive because of the way they play. They play attacking football, propositive. They don't just sit, the, sit back and defend. And we saw them in the early stages of the season, what they were capable to do. In the last few weeks, I think uh, they start trembling a bit, but then in the end, three wins out of the last five at home secured them their place in Serie A. Who knows, maybe next season, the new American owner, Robert Platek, could consolidate them in Serie A, bring some more talent, but I think they need to stick to the manager, stick to the systems, and maybe change a few players. Obviously, some of them might probably live for uh, bigger teams. Roma, I think they showed the pride in the derby. They showed that, uh, you know, uh, they are aren't bad, as bad as as we think they are, and also Fonseca shows a lot of dignity in these last few few weeks. He knows he's going, he's not been treated very fairly by the media, uh, they blame him also for situations that are outside of his control, he had a lot of injuries, you know, Mourinho is coming, he could have just let it go, but in the end, I think, not qualifying a team like Roma for 
Europe. It is something that stays on your CV as a stain. And I don't think any manager wants that. Fonseca is a manager whose career is still on the up. He can still get another top job in Europe. So he wants to finish the job and at least qualify them for Europe. And I think under Derby also showed some tactical uh, intelligence because everyone was expecting Pedro to play. He put El Sharawi out on the out on the wing and he was decisive in the first goal of Dzeko. So well done uh, to Fonseca uh, for this one. Over 3.5 goals, 2.21, because as you know, Roma will be happy even with a draw. So it's very difficult to pick a winner. And what a goal scored by Pedro also. Great Absolutely. Goal. Yeah, for the Spaniard uh, and the last game, Dani Torino Benevento, that game would have been a complete drama if, as you said, uh, Immobile would have scored that penalty. But now, Torino is safe, Benevento, unlike, not unluckily, but uh, uh, probably they had a very bad second part of the season. So sadly, sadly, they are going down to the Serie B because for moments they were a team that played really well and entertained us, but they let it go and they played a really bad part of the season. As I said, no victories in the last nine games for Benevento. So probably here it's also very difficult to pick a winner. Maybe Torino, odds 2.16 is not bad if they are calmer and they can enjoy their last game at home. I'm not sure because what I've seen yesterday night against Lazio was anything but calm. I think in the end they panicked, uh, they conceded a stupid penalty which mm, Immobile missed. They, Lazio maybe could have had a penalty, even a second penalty in the last minute. Uh, Torino were really a bunch of nerves and that almost uh, epitomizes the season, a poor season, a season of up and downs. Yes, Nicola, the new manager, gave them a bit more uh, fighting spirit, but in the end, for a team of that quality, I think finishing the season that way, it's almost embarrassing, very disappointing. They only scored three in the last six games, so they really uh, couldn't hold it until uh, the end. But they are saved with a nil-nil Roma, also thanks to to the fixtures, to the calendar, the way the game was scheduled. Yesterday game was the 25th game of Serie A and it get played three days before the last weekend. It's quite a scandal that this happens in Serie A. I think it doesn't really make justice to, uh, to the league and to Benevento that in a way uh, they are... Um, I mean, they have only themselves to blame because if you don't beat Crotone at home uh, when you are 1-0, one man up for 70 minutes, you miss some chances, and then you get equalized in the last minute, you deserve to go to Serie B. Uh, the problem for Benevento is that the home form has been awful. Uh, when they started getting a little bit more concerned about the goals they were conceding, instead of playing attacking football, that's when I think Inzaghi lost the plot because they stopped scoring, but they still kept conceding at the back because they don't have enough quality especially in the key areas and in the wings. Uh, away from home, they will be fine. If they, if we only look at the table away from, they will be 11th in the, in, in, the, in, in the table. So they will stay in Serie A. But in the end, they finish with the worst attack of Serie A alongside Parma. Uh, because of that, and because Torino struggles to score and they're both saves, I'm expecting a low scoring game under 2.5 goals, 238. The last victory of Benevento was actually in that city, in Torino, Torino, against uh, Juve. Benevento, Crotone, Parma saying goodbye now to the Serie A and now we are saying goodbye to our video with your Akadani. You nailed it. 
last week. Probably this one is going to be more difficult because it's the last match day, but let's see. Let's see if we can end up with a bang again. I only do an Akka only for the meaningful game. Forget about the meaningless game. Don't even watch it. I mean, yes, I got some tips if you want. So, Atalanta-Milan, over 2.5 goals. Bologna-Juventus, both to score. Napoli to score in both halves. Sassuolo, Asian handicap, minus 0.5. Roma win at Spezia, total odds, 13.98. Thank you, Danny. You know, it's been a pleasure and we will see each other very soon. We have a Champions League final, Europa League final and many more games. And of course, Serie A next season will be exciting and it's been uh, this season. Looking forward, a great pleasure. Keep enjoying Italian football. Ciao, ciao. We have now all the info to bet in this last match day in the Serie A. It's very interesting, the Italian Championship. Let me know what you think about Danny's tips below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoy our videos, subscribe to our channel, click on the bell to get all the notifications and of course if you prefer to listen to our videos in our podcast we have also this for you. See you very soon, we will be back with more info about Serie A. See you!